Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Silver Spoon Podcast. I'm your host, Kennedy Alsop. to have Soraya Lombella, the owner and head boss in charge of Queen's Travel, a travel company making it easier for queens and kings to explore the world. We are all about getting the expert point of view for traveling today. So Soraya, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, awesome. So I feel like this is this season is all about travel, so I feel like this is the perfect time to be talking about this because this summer we were really outside, whether we were traveling for, sure. for Beyonce or <laughs> for just sure. getting out of the country for girls trips and things like that. I feel like we were we were really outside. We were spending our dollars. We were enjoying the international travel. Did you do any fun travel this summer? I did, but I kept it local. I kept it national this summer. Okay. Um, so I was able to go to like uh, New York and... Uh, Connecticut, just a couple local places. I did a road trip across America a little bit. So, oh, yeah, kept it national this year. I love that. That's awesome. So, as I mentioned, we really want to get the expert opinion on traveling. So, can you tell us a little bit about, before we even dive into the tips and tricks, tell us a little bit about Queen's Travel. What are the origins of it? How did you get started? Where's mm-hmm. your passion for for travel come from? Yeah, so uh, for Queen's Travel, it actually started off as an Instagram dump page. So uh, when I was in college, one of my friends from high school, she used to post her pictures on Instagram for when she had a separate Instagram just for traveling. And I was like, that's cool. I'm about to study abroad. Like, that's a perfect way for people to keep in touch with my travels while um, I'm abroad. So uh, in 2017, I had traveled for seven months. Um, I did an internship in Malawi. I went to South Africa. I had studied abroad in Australia, and then from Australia, I went to um, <laughs> I went to, <laughs> I went to uh, Thailand and Bali and a couple other places while I was over there. And so um, I was posting my pictures on that Instagram page just to keep my family and friends um, in up to date with what I was doing Um, and then as I continued to travel you know the more pictures started coming up people started asking um, to travel with me like just some close friends so then I was like okay well I like planning trips I like creating an itinerary why don't I just like start doing group trips so the first one I believe was um, uh, I had done a trip back to um, Thailand and Bali we did two weeks with a group of my friends yeah and that was a lot of fun um and then from there i would do like birthday trips and different get-togethers um and so now um i operate as a travel company and i help individuals plan um personalized trips so create itineraries for you i i believe that travel isn't a one-size-fits-all i think that it should be customized based on the person based on their preferences um and so that's what i'm really passionate on helping people doing whether it be from a short itinerary or a full blown out group trip um but yeah so uh that's me now i feel like i was born just loving travel um, I was born in Kinshasa in the Democratic Republic of Congo. 
Um, my parents both had got their degrees abroad, so my mother got her degree in dentistry in Russia, and my dad got a degree in, I think, economics in Germany. Okay. My sister was born in Ireland. Like we were just always moving. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're all ev- everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Everywhere. My my dad makes fun of me because he's like, "You need to stop traveling so much." And I'm like, "Literally, I'm just copying you. Like, <laughs> right? just following in your footsteps." Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and so when we immigrated here to America, like my for my um, for Christmas when I turned. I think 16 my dad gave me and my sister passports as like we became u.s citizens you know um so i feel like my love of travel has started since since birth but it's really been i've really been able to like uh amplify it yeah. as an adult yes yes i love that i love the story it's u.s you were always a natural born child. <laughs> exactly. like, i love that that's amazing um so now that the travel is up to you it's the choice of yours to be yeah. able to go wherever tell us a little bit about your process tell us how do you plan a trip how do you decide where you're going to go like how does that start where does you know when you're looking to plan something new for next year for example yeah how do you how do you start your process yeah so i actually have two different approaches so me personally because i just enjoy travel and i'm i'm not necessarily tied to like i need to go to a certain place um I typically plan my travel around a flight deal. So um, I use things like Scott's Cheap's flights, uh, FlightAware, um, I think Travel Pirate. There's a couple of them we can talk about later, but um, I use those as like my centerpiece. So once I find a flight deal, then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the go to that destination at whatever date is the cheapest and then I plan my trip around that so that's like approach number one um approach number two let's say I have like a birthday trip and I'm like okay my birthday is so my birthday is in March I want to go whether it's solo or with a group um let me start by looking at places that are um travel friendly in March so like weather safety if there's anything like political happening because sometimes it's not that safe to travel during like an election you know so um i look up that information uh first so um uh travel (laughs) so travel by um sorry preference or excuse me so i'll look up what is the best place to travel in march Mm -hmm. from there um i'll just pick whichever I feel like is best so for example dubai is a good place to travel in like early march um so after i pick the location the two biggest expenses are um flight and accommodation so i'll research flight deals to see like okay if i leave on a thursday is that better or maybe i should leave on a wednesday instead and should i make it six days should i make it seven days to see what is most cost effective as far as the flight goes and then for accommodations i'll start researching like hotels and uh, airbnbs or verbo to see um, what range i'm looking at for accommodations and then from there everything else um kind of falls into place so I did uh, listen to one of your episodes about budgeting mm-hmm. and I know you talk about like fixed expenses and like variable expenses in a budget and I feel like in travel it's kind of the same way yeah. it might not be like necessarily as fixed um, but I feel like hotels and flights and those big major things mm-hmm. are those 
would fit in a fixed column and then everything else can be variable so my itinerary can change um what restaurants and food i want to try based on my budget can be variable um so i look at it like that so it's not necessarily a strict process i start with flight then hotel and then everything kind of falls into line place. i love that yes yeah. and, okay i love that's the perfect way to sort of i guess segue into when you when you're planning a trip and especially looking at maybe like more of like the group trips mm-hmm. how do you after maybe looking i guess for your flight because your flight is what you what you do for the you know you're, you're doing the what is it, the cheapest flight that you're looking for during mm-hmm. that time but how do you make sure that you're being cost effective Mm. for your for your trip if you've got people maybe that are traveling with different budgets or you know what have you how do you I guess how do you land on the the right amount for yeah. a group trip like for example you're going to do a trip to Dubai that was yeah. going to be a group trip how did you sort of strike the balance of being able to do all the activities and enjoy your trip but like maybe not break the bank right exactly <laughs> um so before I would even select the location I would like you know where your friends live so you can check to see what their flight costs are from their home airport um so I typically most of my friends are like in Chicago and DC and then I have a couple friends scattered throughout so I'm like okay if I'm doing this group trip for my birthday this is actually what I did I have this group trip for my birthday I got five girls who live in DC I got three girls who live in Chicago two in New York let me just take a look to see how much flights are looking like um, for those from their home airport for all of us to meet in Dubai um, and if like for example um, em, is it was it Emirates I think it was Emirates um, they all had a con- no it was, excuse me it was uh, Turkish Airlines okay. so Turkish Airlines they all had a connecting in uh, in sample okay. and so I was able to find a flight that even if they left from New York Chicago or DC we could all meet in Istanbul oh, and get that. on that flight together yeah, yeah. so look uh, finding little ways that we could all travel together so is is one way um, as far as the cost-effective piece um, what I typically look at is um, looking for flights from a airport different from your home airport so if you living in dc i would look flights from new york or from philly and see if okay maybe i could save a couple hundred over here um if my friend one of my friends lived in ohio or lives in ohio um and so when we traveled together to seychelles uh she drove to where i lived and we drove together to the Chicago airport, which is five hours from her in Cincinnati, but saved her like $400 from oh, nice. flying out of that airport, you know, because yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati Airport internationally is not as um, cost effective as a, uh, an, um, O'Hare, you know? Okay. Yeah. So those are definitely ways that you can find to save money a little bit. And if you're not fixed on when you want to travel, I highly recommend like getting those subscriptions or um, following uh, flight deal Twitter accounts to get those cheaper flights because let's say you know you want to go somewhere next year like let's say next summer you're trying to go to Italy and you're like I'm ready for my Napa is it Napa that it might not be Napa (laughs) I want my 
a Sicilian, (laughs) there we go, my Sicilian-Italian vacation. Um, And you know you want to go, but you haven't committed to a flight yet, and you know kind of when you want to go, start um, following these pages, subscribe to them, and then keep up to date on um, when you want to when uh what excuse me what flight deals that they'll they'll launch so you might get a text one day on a random like thursday where it's like it used to be six hundred dollars now it's 350 to go to italy and you're able to save money that way okay nice um, i love that so would you say you're somebody who feels like you definitely have like a travel fund like on hand so like 100 you know that like yep if i if i'm ready to, if i need to book this flight today i've got the money 100 percent. Okay. listen when i was working uh full-time at a, a a company so you know how when you work um a nine-to-five job really any job um when you get paid when you hr tells you to give a bank yes. account details yeah what most people don't know is that they can give multiple bank account yes, information the gym. The gym. <laughs> yes. so what you can do is what i did is i put um in my portal you can change it even today like i went in my portal and i put in my travel bank account information so um i use capital one as my travel bank account they do no international fees which is like a hidden yes. fee when when you're traveling you think you spent this x amount of dollars and then you come back and they took two dollars every right. transaction yeah. um so i use capital one as my travel card um and or travel debit card um and what i did was um i cha- i put my bank account information in my um my pay portal or whatever it's called and then I had like five percent each of my paychecks go into a travel fund and so without me even thinking I was accumulating money into a travel bank account and then when it was time to buy a flight deal out of the blue or when it you know even if it's like an impromptu hey let's go down to Miami for the weekend I already have money in this travel fund that I can utilize without dipping into my normal checking account yes no I love that I love that it like allows you to still have that like impulsive spirit about it but like exactly not have the consequences a hundred percent a hundred percent that's amazing like definitely take that gym y'all make sure you're splitting (laughs) your paychecks I do the exact same thing I've got a high yield savings account that I put money into each month so go ahead I'm gonna have the travel account because I'm I'm definitely an impulse traveler Mm -hmm. I am very last minute with it so yeah um, so yeah so no definitely have that that's a great great gem so still speaking I guess along the lines of like planning and budgeting when you travel what types of experiences are you looking to have like activities are you looking to plan Mm. I know one thing that I've sort of been learning a little bit more about is like sustainable travel and really Mm. making sure that when you go there you at least leave the place that you're visiting how it was if not a little bit better if it's some way of like doing a local activity or patroning a local restaurant or Mm. maybe just getting away from the touristy activities so how do you find those types of experiences would you say you find yourself doing those more often or do you find a nice balance between the touristy and the more local experiences yeah i think i like a balance because i'm the kind of person where if i'm going somewhere i want to do as much as humanly possible like we got to get up at 6 a.m like let's do it we're gonna hit all of the every stop but then i get there and i'm like i don't want to do anything (laughs) yeah 
It's like I say that, but when I'm planning my itinerary, and then I have a travel friend. Um, her name is on Instagram, Sherms Does Fun, and she. Well, me and her travel, we'll be like, okay, we're going to do this, this, and this. And then we're like, let's sleep in until 1 p.m. And then, like, we're... That is me. <laughs> so... The itinerary was ambitious. <laughs> exactly. And, but I also have the mindset of, um, I can always go there again. Like, I I never feel like I have to do anything because no, no matter how far across the world it is, like, Australia is on the opposite side of the world. And I've already been twice because I had the mindset of, like, I can go... Again, and if I want to go again, I will go again. Um, so yeah, I do like the touristy stuff when I do my first go around, and then when I feel or I'll knock it out in like the first one or two days. Um, but I like to be with the locals, I like to try authentic, you know, um, local cuisines. Um, in order to find those experiences, I feel like the best um, tool I've used is Facebook groups. So okay. I'm in so many travel Facebook groups. Um, the one I use the most, I think, is Girls Loves Travel because they have over a million members in there. And um, what I also love about it is that since it's um, a woman-focused, um, or all the people in the Facebook group are women, um, so they offer suggestions that are safe for women. So drivers that they've used who are safe, um, yeah, a, a, a resorts or accommodations or restaurants that they've been to that they feel like are safe. Um, so it's helped in the local experience because they're like, listen, I had this driver kind of like found him randomly while calling a taxi and he has been the greatest part of my experience and those are the people that I like to use, you know? And then drivers, oh my gosh. I can't tell you how much drivers are a godsend when it comes to travel. If you find a good driver, you're set for the, the whole trip. Because they, like, th that's their home. So they're able to take you to places that you've, um, that you wouldn't have put on your list. So I'll give an example. When I was in uh, Seychelles last year for my birthday, um, we found this driver. I found him from the Girls Love Travel Facebook group reached out he stayed with us the whole week um and he was like i want to take you guys someplace and we're like okay i don't know where are you about to take us but whatever we trusted him so we're like okay he takes us up this like five mile winding road when i tell you it was so steep so skinny i'm like we're gonna fall off a cliff and die like it was so scary we get to the top and it is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It had a view of the entire Mahi Island. It was so gorgeous. There's like people, it was so secluded too. Um, so there was only one, two other people that were there with their dog, but it was just like so gorgeous. And I would have never known about it. That's not on the top 10 things to do in Seychelles. You know what I mean? Like. But because you like connecting with the local there, I was able to um, experience that. So yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. That's awesome. And I feel like you actually made a, you made a, like a really good point too with saying that you can always travel to a place like more than once. Exactly. Like, I feel like you really have to know yourself on travel because like I personally just went on a trip to Portugal and Spain, mm -hmm. and I love to get out and see stuff. Like yeah. I can be a morning person, but I want to like kind of have like a slow day. Yeah. So like I don't want to get up and like have to do like we had I think we went to four different places and we had an early flight for every single place that we went to. Mm. So basically by the time we got to 
whatever location you had that day was kind of like, all right, we don't really want to do anything. No, we're tired. <laughs> exactly. I feel like you just really got to know yourself. And 100%. Like, I, I feel like, yeah, knowing yourself, it's okay to come back. You don't have to get it all knocked out in just one round. Like, yeah. If you want to enjoy the touristy stuff, then come back and, like you said, do more local experiences. Have um, that that type of experience. I think you can definitely do that. So, that's yeah, good. no, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, kind of wrapping up, I guess, like looking at more of the money aspect of mm -hmm. traveling. Can you tell us a little bit about maybe the cheapest trip that you've ever taken and then of course you want to know about the most expensive trip you've ever taken oh gosh so <laughs> the thing is i need to do better at like doing all the math at the end like i'll do like a spreadsheet and like i put all my receipts in this envelope and i'm like okay i kind of spend this much but like to really like from start to finish how much how much i spent mm -hmm. lord um <laughs> i feel like my cheapest so this might be a cheat, but I've like my um, internship in Malawi. Okay. So um, another great way to travel is like having um, like scholarships or traveling in college is probably like the best way because if you, especially if you have a tuition, you're covered um, for the most part. <laughs> but um, there are also adult experiences where you can travel uh, for different things and people will pay for you to travel so that's my cheat for my cheapest because my internship they paid for my flight from there to Malawi and then my flight from Malawi to my study abroad in Australia um, they gave me a stipend um, and I think out of my own pocket I might have only paid like $200 for six weeks Wow! like food drink yes $200 yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. That's $250 cool. I'm lying $250 but <laughs> Um, for six weeks, yeah. But outside of that, like for just a typical trip that I went, I think Thailand was the cheapest. I was able to get there with like a slight flight deal, um, a little bit. So I, the way I flew there was a bit complicated, so I won't give my flight prices. But um, the stay there, I think we, I might have spent maybe four or five hundred for a week probably less than that honestly that sounds like too much and that that's including accommodations so for accommodations food transportations excursions everything i think like maybe 500 um for most expensive it was probably seychelles okay i know that flight was um i think 900 which is on the low end praise god um the hotel was crazy. I feel like it might have been 1500 maybe each. I don't know. Maybe I'm lying. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but there, the island was so expensive. Food was more expensive than, like, a night out in New York. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it was so expensive. You know what? I don't like to talk about like the bad parts of travel. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Cause I feel like everybody is like, it's your own opinion. Like I, I might've that. not liked this food, but you might've been like, oh, this was fire. So, I feel that. but I they did that. for sure had like, there's this one place called uh, Marie Antoinette or Mama Antoinette or something like that. Best food I've ever had. Like it was so good. Um, but yeah, I think that was my most expensive. It was in the couple thousands. I think I spent over four thousand maybe 
I might have touched five um, okay. on that one. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I guess you mentioned a little bit that you said your flight, but not was for the Highland trip. That the flight was a little bit more yeah, complicated. Yeah, uh -huh. So you are you somebody who would you not mind like if the flight price was cheap? Like, do you want like do you mind if like you're traveling like? 30 plus hours to go to oh 100 percent okay like 100%. do you feel like you take advantage of those like stopovers and things like that or? yeah i do like um i actually haven't tried a, a full stopover i had booked one to go to morocco but it was still kind of it was late covid um so i wasn't able to go i had to cancel the trip um but i do know that air portugal um, I don't know if you used them when you went on your Portugal, oh, yeah, yeah. but they do have, yeah, so they do have a, um, a stopover program um, for, I think, up to like three or four days you could um, do a stopover. Yeah, um, so I do utilize those. Um, I'll tell you the, the flight deal that broke my heart the most, $156 to round trip to go to Tokyo, Japan. Yes. No way! 100%. I will pull up the receipts. 156 US dollars round trip to go to Tokyo, Japan. However, I bought this ticket August of 2020. No, or maybe it was August 2021. One of those. And no, it had to have been August 2020. Sorry, I'm trying to do the math. No, no, no. It was August 2021. Okay. So I'm thinking, oh, COVID for sure will be over by uh end of this like i'll be able wow. to go to japan um but japan wasn't open we i had booked it august no it was august 2020 i booked it august 2020 to travel Jul may uh, or april of 2021 like for the cherry blossom festivals and japan was open but only for business purposes um, and so two weeks before we had to cancel that trip and I was heartbroken. Oh my, $156 to Japan is crazy. Yes. And I was ready to do it. So like 156 but Japan is still kind of on the pricier end as far as travel. Yeah. But because of a flight deal like that, we had a layover, I think in Toronto or what, for a couple hours. 100%. I'll stay in the airport for 10 hours for $156. Yeah. For sure. That's like a $1,000 like, <laughs> ticket. Oh my gosh. Exactly. That's amazing. So yeah. Wow. Of course, COVID naturally. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Hopefully that deal will come back around. Oh please, Lord. That was amazing. Okay, so I guess speaking of deals, you alluded to a few like things that you use for flights mm -hmm. at the beginning of our conversation, but like, tell us where are we finding the discounts and the deals? And you yes. mentioned the Facebook travel group and things like that. But where, where are we finding it so that we can? Yeah. So um, I'm a big fan of Scott's Cheap Flights. It's now called Going, I believe. Um, yeah, Going. Um, so I subscribe to their premium email um, subscription. So they send, I think, up to like three or four flight deals a day. They do also have a free option where um, you get like one or two a day. You can, um, when you log in on their website, you can put in your home airports and you can also put in surrounding airports. So let's say you you live in dc but maybe you have family who lives in new york or you have family who lives in uh atlanta or something so you know like okay maybe i can go visit my family and then travel from there or something like that yeah. you can put those airports you can put um also airports within like a however mile radius so 
Um, I love going. It goes directly to my email so I can quickly see in the subject line what the flight deal is. Um, I also, um, on Twitter, you know how you can get like notifications for people's tweets? So um, there's pages like I mentioned before, Travel, Pli Travel Pi Pirates, Flight Aware, um, there's Secret Flying. Um, I follow them on Twitter turn on their post notifications and then it pops up on my phone as a notification like $200 to uh, I don't know London or something like that maybe not 200 maybe 400 to London so they have a lot of them and then you can just keep a track on which ones are like the crazy deals and typically they'll they'll start them with like rare or something like that and you know like I gotta buy that tonight um, um, so I use those um, Skyscanner is also a great way to look for flights. So, um, yeah. So what I like about Skyscanner is that you can put in, like, you know how I think on Google Flights you can, uh, and Google Flights has changed a lot. So I'm liking their new um, their new updates. Um, but on Skyscanner you can change your uh, which generalize the uh, location that you're leaving from. So typically you'll say like I'm leaving from. DC or I'm leaving from uh, Dulles or like you can put the specific airport and it'll, it'll limit you on what you can leave your uh, going airport departure airport that's the word I'm looking for you can limit your departure airport for most places um, but Skyscanner you can do a, a larger range so you can say I'm leaving from the United States you know oh, in nice. general and I want to go to Spain and it'll show you which cities in the United States it's cheapest to fly out of and you can do also you can say I want to go to I'm, I want to leave from DC I want to go to um, France um, but I want to go uh, I don't know when I want to go yet and you can put cheapest month and it'll show you the oh, cheapest dope. month that you want to travel to so okay. Skyscanner is a really great tool um, I've tried to, I've actually, so when I was, if I'm guaranteed traveling or before, I used to use those like, um, Mamundo or whatever, or those, you know, when you can like get a flight off of Expedia versus getting a flight directly from the airline, um, I don't know, like a third party website. So typically those are cheaper, like booking through that travel agent or third party. However, on the back end, you might be spending more money. Um, so like I'll give an example when I, went, I did my girl's trip to Dubai one of my friends she couldn't go anymore um, and so we used a third party website to book our flight because at the time we're, it, it saved like a hundred dollars but their fees for canceling are like two hundred you know so you lost money on the back end plus their customer service typically for those websites are trash so if I can like I really try to book directly from an airline's website and I heard they just kind of like hotels like they just treat you a little bit better when they know like who you booked from yeah. um, and and if you have like status or whatever with them okay now that makes sense I feel like I remember the story I feel like maybe it was earlier this year or mm -hmm. something there was like a school trip that maybe had gone to Japan and they had booked their flight through it was either a like a travel company or mm -hmm. a third party and like they didn't book their flight like oh my god flight or whatever to come back well, i feel like that's like that's an absolute horror story <laughs> no but, for sure um, i don't know how often i feel like that's probably not happening that often but yeah yeah then like you said they had poor customer service so yeah it was really hard and then they get stuck exactly get yeah back. 
But when you're like 20 years old and you want to do like a quick trip abroad and you don't really care and you're bringing a backpack anyway, like, okay, I'll I'll save the $100 because I know for sure I'm going, but, you know. No, that's true. I feel that. I mean, you're down for whatever. I feel that. Yeah, you definitely do save. Do you use Hopper at all? Um, I don't. I don't know why I'm so against Hopper. <laughs> I've used it maybe once. Okay. But I have a lot of friends and and friends in the travel industry who swear by it. Um, but I don't know why I don't like it. Okay. Bunnies kind of scare me too. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not the one for you. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I feel like that's the only one I use currently. Is the only uh-huh. one I've heard like I've heard of other than well I've heard of Sky Scanner, but yeah. I haven't used it before. But I just like that you can like mindlessly put in like I'm trying to go here at like yeah. this date, and then it just like alerts you when it's like cheap. Yeah. What I do like about them is the app. Like yeah. a lot of a lot of places don't have a a good app, and okay. I think Hopper has a really great app. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. So not Hopper's not too too bad. <laughs> no, okay, no. cool. Um, so earlier you also mentioned that Capital One is like your travel oh, debit card. I love Cap- Capital One sponsor this podcast week. <laughs> yes, right, all right. It. Capital One falls <laughs> in your court. But do you use their credit card? Do you have a different travel credit card that you like to use? And what was your thought process behind like, okay, which one I'm going to pick? Like, was it lounges? Was it the points mm-hmm. that you get? What was, why'd you choose the card you got? Yes, so... On my way back from Australia, um, so I had finished my seven months of travel. I'm in this tight plane home, and I'm sitting next to this woman, and she's talking to me about how she just came from this lounge, and she's about my age at the time, so I'm like 22. Um, And she's telling me that, you know, she just came from this lounge, and this guy she met in the lounge was trying to upgrade her to first class, but it ended up not working out, and he was trying to you know book my and she whatever food she ate and i'm like there's lounges at the airport (laughs) i'm like what and then i'm like how are we the same age how did you get a lounge like are you just like super rich or something right and she was telling me like no i got the lounge from like access through my credit card like credit card the only card at the credit card i had at the time was my macy's card because i worked at macy's for one summer and then they like transferred my employee card into a credit card and that was it um yeah so i had no idea what it was um and then um so i left that conversation like okay i'll look it up but i completely forgot because the flight is like 30 hours and so by the time i got home like i'm not thinking about that um but a couple of months later her conversation came back to my mind and i was like okay, I'm doing a lot of traveling in the next couple months. Let me take a look at um, the card she mentioned. And it was the Chase Sapphire. I believe she had the reserve. Um, um, and so I had applied and um, I got approved for the the preferred, I believe. The, yes, the preferred. Um, and so the difference between the two, I think it's the, um, so the reserve, you get the lounge access, but the preferred doesn't. The reserve, you get 10x points on hotels, while I think the preferred is 5x on hotels. Um, And then reserve has like a $400 annual fee, while reserved only, uh, preferred only has a 95 annual uh, fee, which is really affordable for um, a travel credit card. Um, So I love it. I love the Chase Sapphire. Um, I feel like their portal is super easy to use. um, And I've had that card for at least how old am I? At least five years, four or five years now. Um, and I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, the 
Capital One I love for debit card purposes, so I use their Capital One 360 um, uh, as my travel debit card. Um, but what I do like about them, but I do know, excuse me, that they released the Venture X travel card, um, which I think is competing with the um, Amex Platinum travel credit card for like top credit cards um but i've heard like if you don't travel a lot a lot then the amex platinum might not be the best travel credit card for you um exactly no 100 (laughs) percent. well like a chase sapphire was preferred is much more affordable Mm -hmm. fee wise and it also you're able to do a lot just like locally so i get 4x on lyft um, I get like uh, I forget what the points are for dining they do different incentives uh, Chase does a lot of like different promotions each month and things like that um, where you can save and it's great for dining as well and so you're able to maximize the points that you're you like your purchases that you use um, every day um, and use those miles um, to travel which is great so um, really love Chase. Venture X is a great one. Amex Platinum if you really like to travel and you can afford that fee. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think of another one. I think those are the three holy grails. Um, but yeah, but I'm looking into getting the Venture X. I think I'm, I might bite the bullet. Yeah. All right, all right. Might get that one. So you definitely, I guess it definitely makes sense because you look at flight deals like no matter like what the airline is. <laughs> whenever the time yeah. is, so like getting like one of those credit cards that are more like airline specific wouldn't necessarily make sense for you. Yeah, at this time, no, but I am trying to get some loyalty. Um, okay. United, which is Mileage Plus, I believe, they have, um, their, I like their international, um, like their sister airlines. Oh, okay. So um, I'm Congolese, like I mentioned earlier, and so I fly to Congo with Ethiopian. Okay. which is under mileage plus or, or excuse me under star alliance okay um and so i like the star alliance brand so that's united here in the states um but it's hard because i don't necessarily like flying united in the states so i'm like trying to figure out like what i actually want my brand loyalty to be as i um try to travel more and maximize those like miles and points but i think if you're like someone like i'm a die i have friends who are die hard american airlines like born and bred dallas texas like i'm american airlines and so those (laughs) those it it would make sense to get like a a travel branded or excuse me an airline branded um credit card yeah, okay, that makes sense. All right, very cool. Oh, cool. I need to get I need to get on my travel credit card. Like I feel like yes. I have like the first card that I ever got, which was some like random like American Express that I think had cash reward. Uh-huh. And I like sort of similar to your Macy's, I haven't really looked back, haven't gotten <laughs> anything else. So yeah. I need to I'm doing my research. So VentureX is definitely at the top of the top of the list. But then I was trying to think like yeah, like did mm-hmm. I want to get one that was more specific? But mm. I feel like I never fly the same airline. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Um, so a few more questions for you here. Just curious, do you prefer solo travel, group travel, a little bit of mix of both? Is there one that you prefer over the other? Like. Yeah. You know what is so crazy? I have never done a solo trip. Really? Isn't that insane? I have been to almost... I think I'm at like 26 countries now. Okay. Never been alone. But the thing is, what I count as a solo trip is like 
completely alone like I got on the plane alone which I've done a million times I stayed in a place alone which I've done a million times but I know absolutely no one in that country for the entire duration of the trip and then I leave by myself like fully planning to travel by myself I've never done that what I've done is like I've gone to a place like I was in Belgium last summer um, and my cousin had a wedding so I was there for the wedding but you know I was by my you know so it's like I'm there alone but I'm not because my cousin is across the street you know what I mean so I did it I did all my activities by myself but I don't count that as like a fully solo trip Okay. Um, but I think for me what I prefer is like I think I like a mix Um, I love group trips because um, they're like I love the reaction of people traveling to that place for the first time to see like how they feel about it which is why I kind of started Queen's Travel Um, but at the same time group trips the more people the more needs that they have the more personalities the more differences Um, so I like traveling with like one two people you know so I have my travel buddy Shermie um, and we'll we'll hit a couple places together and I you know so it's like you're solo but you're not because if I need a day off and I want to go do something by myself I can but I also have a companion to share this experience with without it being like okay I gotta make sure figure out transportation for like 10 girls you know so um so I, I like a little bit of a mix like one two travel buddies um I prefer an even number and then you know I like those yeah okay I feel that that's that I feel that 100% it's nice to have those like that ability to yeah have some me time but then, yeah like, I don't feel completely solo while I'm out here exactly so that's awesome that's awesome do you have like a most memorable experience from travel that from the 26 countries that you've been to yes favorite favorite is a different question than most memorable but <laughs> <laughs> most memorable the first trip that came to mind to me um was i was in that belgium trip i did this day trip to a place called Bruges, i believe it's pronounced um and i took the train over there it's like this cute medieval town i mean it's like stone roads with like horses like people on the police are like on horses like it was just so it was so cute and medieval the the architecture was absolutely gorgeous there um amazing waffles um (laughs) and so i decided to go on this like little boat trip uh like they had a river circling the town um and they had like a little not a canoe but some kind of like low level boat um that we could sit on to do like a lap around the river so i'm on this boat with like 20 other people half of them probably don't speak english um and they're all like older couples um and we're um going around on the uh, the river and i'm looking up and i'm seeing such incredible architecture and these buildings that are hundreds of years old and and it was just so the weather was perfect it was so gorgeous and i literally like started crying and i just felt like such an admiration and awe for like god's creation and that's what i really love about travel like i call travel a form of 
my worship to God, like, because I'm just admiring his work and his art. And so that moment was memorable, just being able to, like, really just sit in the presence of God. And with, even with, like, 20 people looking at me, like, why is she crying? Um, <laughs> I just admire the, the presence. So it was, yeah, that was really fantastic. Um, but I've also had, like, other crazy travel experiences. But I feel like that's the, the, the most memorable Mm-hmm. So that's the most memorable, and what's the favorite? <laughs> oh, Lord, that one's hard. I always say Tokyo, but I haven't been to Tokyo in ten years. I went in high school, so I don't, I don't know if I can fully count it anymore because I need to really experience it as an adult. Exactly. Oh, Kenya! Oh my gosh, I went to Kenya in January, okay, and that was, it was like three, four different countries in one. It was so cool. Um, we started in Nairobi, then went to Masai Mara, then we went to uh, Lamu, and it was just so gorgeous. The people are so kind, and the, the people are also very diverse. I thought it was going to be like how you typically see Kenyan people like um, uh, either in the media or just like Kenyan people that you know have maybe a certain type of look, um, but then when you get there and you learn about the history of Kenya and... Um, uh, the migration of different um, like uh, Indian people coming to Kenya and so the people are such a mix of skin tones the culture is such a mix um, and everybody there is just so kind so incredible so beautiful um, I loved it I love Kenya yeah yes Kenya is definitely on my list yeah you should definitely go yeah this is well, that's made the tourist me, but did you do like a safari? Is that right? I did. We did. Okay. We did a one night and then we did a, like a full day. Oh my gosh. I need to show you the pictures after this. We went to like, we had lunch in this like, sec- like kind of secluded part of the safari. Um, and it was so gorgeous. Um, I went with um, uh, another tra- a travel influencer. Her name is Bella Worldwide Cassie. And she, uh, she took this drone shot, and it was just so gorgeous of like just complete empty land, and then the the typical like safari trucks. It was so, it was such a fire pick. Yeah, it was a fire pick. Um, so yeah, um, did a safari. I feel like you can't go to Kenya without the safari. True. You have to. Is that's like it's touristy, but it's not negotiable. Yeah, no, it's definitely. (laughs) Yeah, a for sure part of the trip. I love Mm -hmm. that. Okay, so. Wrapping us back, coming full circle a little bit back to Queen's travel. Yes. What are you, where are you most excited to travel to next? Whether it be on your own with your little travel group or with Queen's travel, are there any exciting trips that we definitely need to be saving for for 2024? I hope so. So right now I'm in a full rebrand. I'm really like my, my, I feel like the season I'm in, I really want God to be the CEO of my company. And so I've been trying to um, try to rebrand and it's taking longer because, you know, God don't answer right away sometimes. But (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Um, But I've been I've been thinking of a couple places. I really want to take a group to Morocco. I feel like that would be an incredible trip. Um, There's a couple typical places, but um, I feel like just my heart hasn't been moved to go there and I don't want to just take people to a place just because I feel like 
oh this could be cool or whatever without like especially if i've never been to that place before like i want if i bring somebody someplace i would like it to be either a place they never felt like they could travel to before or they might not feel like they could travel to or like a place that i feel like they can really get a memorable experience from um so that's what i'm really focused on creating a calendar that that mirrors that um Personally, I'm going to South Africa. So the travel influencer I mentioned before, Bella Worldwide, she is the founder of a company called The Roaming Republic. And so I, um, I'm an assistant trip curator there as well. Um, and so I am going on a trip with them um, to South Africa at the end of this year. Yeah, so that'll be fun. And then from there, I'm hoping to, to since I'll already be on the continent, I'll go back to Congo, see my family, and then hopefully um, finally have a dirty, or dirty, <laughs> I meant to say, oh God, I meant to say Tati, December in, uh, in Ghana. Oh, yeah. Dirty December. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I'm joking, it's uh, funny. Um, but yeah. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm tired of looking, what, experience it, experiencing it on Instagram, so. It's time for me to to hit Ghana. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I'm very... I've only seen the videos on TikTok. I still don't really fully understand what December is. Like, what is... I know people Mm -hmm. are out, like, until the wee hours of the morning. What exactly is... Till the next day, for sure. Yeah, till the next afternoon. What is happening? What's... Why, why are they partying so much? Like, what's going on? In this I mean, just because they can. I don't <laughs> I don't know the history of it. I don't know the exact reason. I do know, okay. like, major festivals have now, like, um, like Afrofuture is that last week in, in Ghana. Um, Afro Nation, they're, I don't believe they're in Ghana this year. They're going to Nigeria, Lagos, Nigeria, um, in December. Um, but I think it just started... I, there was, I believe, the year of the return or... I can't remember. I don't want to uh, quote it incorrectly, but I know there was a move. I saw on, on Instagram, there was just like a movement of a bunch of people going back to Ghana to just experience it. I think they might have been invited. I saw like hella celebrities one year. They were all just, you know, uh, hanging out over there. And then I think it just word spread around in the travel community and in the just general community. Yeah. Um, and so people across the African diaspora and, and now it's like a great place for you to meet just people from all the points of the world and just party together all day all night yeah I want to have that time so <laughs> um, so yeah and I think there's just um, in Ghana, Accra just there's a lot of um, culture and great things to do a lot of companies um, are actually tech companies are starting out there I think Twitter has an I don't know if they have an Accra office, but I know they um, that's something that they either started or have done. Um, other major companies are, are heading over there, and so it's, um, it's becoming like a nice little hub in, in West Africa. Okay, I love to see it. I love to see it. All right, well, you're going to have to update us. Oh, for sure. Uh, let us know how your December went. If exactly. You were able to get over there and get down with it. I'm sure that'll be <laughs> fun. Tell us all the tips for. I want to try and get there before responsibilities of life right now if if you see on instagram i'm not there and i'm in illinois and i'm you know whoever um don't ask about it you know what i mean if it's if it's december 26th and i'm not on somebody's like boat like don't 
you know, don't, don't comment. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. This conversation never happened. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, how do we connect with you if we want to plan a trip with you? Yeah. If we want to be a part of one of the trips in the future when they're planned after the rebrand. Tell us how how can the, the audience find Queen's Yeah, you can follow me personally on Instagram at Queen Surya. Um, so Queen and then S U R Y A. Um, you can also uh, follow Queen's Travel at Queen's Travels. So Queen with the S and then Travels with the S on Instagram. Um, and then from there, there's a link tree with all the, the different links, my email, things like that, that they can reach out to me from. All right. Awesome. Well, that's perfect. Make sure you are connected so you can get your trips planned. Yes. I, I definitely will be. Um, for sure, because I'm ready to be out of the country more often, so... I have a question. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> are, you, are you, like, the planner friend? Like, when you go on trips with your friends, are you the planner friend, the budget... Like, are you the one who's pulling out the pen with the receipt and calculating everybody's... Or you just... You show up and you pay, and you, you're here for a good time. Yeah, I'm sh- I show up for the vibes, 100%. <laughs> I, um, like my cousins can attest to this last trip that we took mm-hmm. i mean i was on tiktok looking at stuff but yeah. i was by no means doing any of the research or really even like i had like a generalized budget yeah had no idea really how much stuff was going to cost i was like maybe a hundred dollars a day sounds right mm-hmm. i think i pretty much stayed within that mm-hmm. i think um but like no i just yeah i show up and like but you're the finance girl like i know i know that's the, i would that's think you would part. you know would have the spreadsheets though so, i'm so dead <laughs> collecting the payments not at all like i so what we did this past trip was we used something called splitwise yes oh so, yeah Splitwise. Yeah, so good. we like at the beginning like okay it was like all right we're all buying an airbnb so like you get one you get one mm. i got one my boyfriend got one and so then like that price kind of evened out okay, and good. then we made sure like i was pretty like diligent with like every day i'm putting like whatever i spent in who split it and put it in there and splitwise but like in terms of like my actual like own budget tracking with it i'm like okay i set aside fifteen hundred dollars for this trip mm. if you start to get close to fifteen hundred dollars then like slow down yeah for <laughs> other sure. than that <laughs> we're okay pinch, just go and enjoy the trip exactly so oh, so good. yeah so i'm trying to be more just like i feel i would say more efficient with my travel because mm-hmm. i definitely do things like super last minute and yeah that, like causes oh yeah more expensive 100%. than they probably should have been yeah, I definitely don't do the research, but going forward, I want to be, like, more, I don't know, a little bit more detailed about it. Mm-hmm. I want to just, like, not plan for next month, but maybe plan, like, I'm trying to do at least six months to a year. In yeah. So at least for international trips. Yeah. Nationals, like, we can have a little bit more leeway, but exactly. I'm trying to... This is a journey for me, too, so I'm trying to implant those types of, like, habits and things for myself, because my I credit card it. would really appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> but, I mean, at the same time... <laughs> being the planning friend it does require a lot so sometimes it is there is a luxury in just showing up and and enjoying the experience yeah no yeah and what was funny is i think we were all not the planning friends on that trip so it definitely Absolutely. showed <laughs> it definitely showed we had a good time on the west. <laughs> right but That's yeah funny. but i appreciate you for joining i Thank definitely you. am gonna listen to this a few times and write down every single one of those places that you mentioned in terms of like where to find the flight deals the 
any deals because yeah. guys like we want to be outside more often so oh, 100%. let's do it what's the point of a hot girl bed? summer if we're not outside exactly for exactly sure. so i appreciate you so much for joining us thank you hope you enjoyed that and got out of it just as much as i did Follow the Silver Spoon Pod on Instagram and TikTok to join the conversation. Slide into the comments and let us know where you're saving to travel next summer and how much you're saving for. We want to cheer you on and keep you accountable to hitting your travel savings goal. Subscribe and share with a friend so you can both get the weekly spoonful of the abundant life you deserve. Until next time.